Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Access to water mains and safe drinking water remain an issue in Argentina's capital, Buenos Aires. One building that was originally designed to change that is a palace downtown whose design is a far cry from the traditional neoclassical styles found in the so-called Paris of South America. Our correspondent in the region, Lucinda Elliott, sent us this tall story. Outside a vast Victorian palace in downtown Buenos Aires, you'll occasionally overhear somebody say, accidentally, where's Anderson? In a reference to the Instagram community of travellers and architecture enthusiasts who enjoy discovering the unexpected stories behind unusual building facades. This one, the Palacio de Aguas Corrientes, or Palace of the Running Waters, is a breathtakingly beautiful 19th century water pumping station on Avenida Cordova. And it has a curious story worthy of Wes Anderson's status. Wander in today and you'll be surprised to find a museum dedicated to the story of providing water to millions. Hundreds of toilets of all designs spanning decades are on display with giant sewer pipes overhead that help to explain the history of the city's water supply. Back in the mid-1800s, the population of Argentina's capital swelled. Many migrants arrived at the port town in search of opportunities and with them came a string of severe epidemics, from yellow fever and cholera to terrible outbreaks of typhoid. Before proper plumbing, drinking water was held in collecting pools inside individual homes, which meant the disease only spread further. Alarmed, authorities first began building hospitals, but the conclusion quickly drawn was that the cause of the illnesses needed to be addressed. They set out in search of a site to construct a modern running water system, selecting what was then the highest point in the city. This meant that water stored there could flow through pipes to residences, using only the force of gravity. The trouble was, the building itself, as well as serving a purpose, had to reflect the glory of this newly independent, agriculturally rich nation. Buenos Aires was only named the capital as late as 1880, and in the surrounding area of the site stood elegant mansions owned by wealthier families who had fled the disease-ridden old town lower down, so an industrial-looking water purification building was not exactly welcome by residents of this affluent district. The building not only had to fit in with its neighbours, it had to outshine them. In came Swedish-Argentine architect Carlos Nystrama, who used 300,000 glazed multicoloured terracotta tiles imported from Britain. Today, these are one of the monument's most striking features. British engineers provided him with the designs for the water sanitation system hidden inside, an enormous iron structure with tanks spanning three floors that were capable of holding more than 72 million litres of water. It was so well built by a Belgian team that many of the original pipes remain. For the next hundred years after its inauguration in 1894, the Palacio was operated by the municipality. It wasn't until the late 1980s that, revered for both its form and function by porteños and visitors, it was granted national heritage status and converted into a museum. More recently, the city's water company has started using it as an office base. Unfortunately, water remains a serious issue, in part because of successive economic booms and busts in Argentina. In the Buenos Aires suburbs, an estimated 3.7 million people 
still don't have access to water mains, many who live in precarious housing. The World Bank recently approved a $300 million loan for sanitation services in the metropolitan area and to help reduce how much water is lost due to poor infrastructure. With the Southern Hemisphere summer in full swing and in the wake of our own 21st century pandemic, there's perhaps never been a better time to start thinking of the next Palacio de Aguas Corrientes. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Lucinda Elliott and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for a full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Mm-hmm.